0: Hello and welcome to Organically Growing, an audio experience with the intention to create an inclusive community through the use of interactive storytelling and humor. With a childlike curiosity about human potential, Organically Growing is committed to sharing the best of what we're living and learning while keeping it real. And now for your host... Welcome back to the Organically Growing Podcast. I am your host, Jaleesa V. Let's go ahead and get started. This previous episode, we briefly spoke on self-correction, just self-directing yourself whenever you're having self-negative talk. If you have not listened to the previous episode, go ahead, pause right now, listen to the previous episode, go and comment on all social media platforms. If you want to chat more about it, and then resume this episode. You got all the time to world. All right. So my current mood right now, I'm feeling super enthusiastic just because this has been the craziest years out of all of my almost 26 years of life. And this has been a year full of blessings as well. And we still have the rest of the year to go. Every single day, I feel like I am... Learning something more, niching down more, and getting closer to what I know is what is going to make me a self-made entrepreneur where I see myself living comfortably. I would also say that I'm feeling super winded. I am trying to keep up and stay consistent on the things that I work on staying consistent, which is building the good habits that I'm needing to continue on my path. And I'm feeling super winded because it's just extremely taxing attempting this during a pandemic, attempting this while everyone, almost everyone is working from home. And also while an election is coming up, it's just feeling winded overall just because it's a lot to take in, it's a lot to digest, and it's a lot to continue to cipher through while you're living. So I am out of breath as well just because that is a lot to take in for me. And thirdly, my mood is hopeful. I just know that I am going to personally continue to have successful transitions in life. I'm hopeful that others are now learning to do the same. Because as Earn Your Leisure had said on their tweet that just really spoke to me. And I just thought, yeah, that that's it. That's the word. And I'm going to paraphrase it. But being knowledgeable and learning is now a choice. And it's now truly becoming a choice. So are you wanting to be knowledgeable and take that next step for yourself? Or are you going to get lost in the sauce as the world continues to transition to technology to a whole different heights that we've never seen before? All amongst this wildness going on. All right, let's go ahead and ease into the topic that I I have prepared for this week. So as a youth, I've always been socially athletic, yes, I'm going to call it socially athletic, and just the process of building that habit of working out for me has just been an ebb and flow honestly throughout my life. Uh, Health is wealth and I believe that it is necessary, but Just working that into your own schedule of life is just, you know, especially right now, it is its own thing and it's its own little task that I have been trying to learn how to kind of really tackle this and actually whenever it hits 530 a.m. I'm like, what's up? I'm ready. Like, why am I not already outside doing my morning workout? So That has been something that has just been my task that I've been working on for this past month of just really getting back into the groove of things. And it just really is starting to make me extremely introspective because of the turn of events lately and also just noticing how I work on building habits for myself and how I subconsciously and consciously am sometimes letting down myself or I'm in the process of doing so and that goes back to the previous episode is when I start that self-negative talk and I'm needing to redirect my thoughts and trying to be more positive and so the main moment when I was sitting early one morning and the alarm went off at 6 a.m. I'm looking around, I'm looking at the phone, and I push snooze for the third time again 30 minutes later, and I have yet to get out of the bed to go and work out. And the biggest thing that I just kept saying to myself is, are you going to lose to yourself? Don't lose to yourself. Like... I'm not understanding like you're the one that is has the ability to get yourself up and do what needs to be done how are you stopping yourself so you're telling me you're willing to lose to yourself and i just have been hemmed up on that for the past week or so because i don't want to lose to myself you go and become an entrepreneur and you know that our audience is to come with that you know that you have to be willing to be transparent you have to be willing to listen to what the individuals around you are thinking and navigate and adapt to specialties and the services and opportunities that you're willing to give out through that direction but if i am in my own personal way it's not me being lost and losing because of someone else but I'm truly in the process of making myself lose to myself. So I no longer wanna do that, and I am working on that through the self-directed questions and the self-redirection, but how can you lose to yourself? I would say the main example from that was just choosing not to wake up when I had allotted a certain time to work out. As a nine-to-fiver and a entrepreneur after six, it is definitely very, very critical for me to set things up on a schedule. Now, as a person that does like to have a little leniency in their scheduling, this may come into play whenever I'm choosing not to wake up and I'm trying to make that leniency at that time, knowing that, come on now, Jaleesa, girlfriend, you like to wake up, but you like to sleep even more. So if you're one of those people that like to sleep like me, choose what time works best for you. I'm noticing that early in the morning works best for me. I am up, I'm ready to go once I've kind of gotten my few minutes of grogginess out of the way. And that is me not choosing to lose to myself. Another example of choosing not to lose to myself would be working on at least one task that is going to bring me closer to being the self-made, financially comfortable individual I see myself as in my 30s. I'm using my 20s as my selfish years, figuring things out, making sure that I am finding my niche that I'm passionate about that I can see myself waking up every single day and talking about and going forward and making sure that I am doing tasks that is always going to bring me closer. So always choosing to not lose to myself instead of seeing it more so now as, oh, everyone outside looking in are saying these things or oh i'm not sure if they're going to be able to understand what i'm trying to convey but how am i going to be able to receive any constructive criticism if i am not even allowing myself to win for the day as in this example, being able to sit in front of my microphone and share my insight and things that I'm very passionate about and things that I am very passionate about assisting others in and assisting others in that are under dis- underserved and those that are needing these things, but it all starts with myself. So if I choose to lose to myself, then I choose to not go any further than where I am at at this moment. Life is full of evolution. The only way you can evolve is by choice. It is your choice to get up every morning by the grace of God that you are able to open your eyes. It is our choice to have all the fun in the world. It is our choice to have a lazy day. And personally, I love having to make my own choices because hey, they tell you as an adult that's what you get to do for fun. So now that I'm here, what you gonna tell me? Not a damn thing. So The main thing is to choose not to lose to yourself. And I am choosing not to lose to myself daily. I am working diligently on being a student of the world and learning a little about a lot and being a master of my trade. So I have to have the positive mindset primarily for myself to not lose to myself. And once it has clicked there, the rest is easy to come. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. Be back shortly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know that, you know that, for sure. So you know that for sure. For sure, for sure. You know that, you know that. For sure, for You know that, you know that. For sure, for You know that, you know that. For sure, for you know that. I can't fuck with niggas that ain't on the same shit. I get what they can't get. Fuck you when all of the niggas you hang with. Whoever you came with. Big body hugging the roll, no lane switch. Alright, and welcome back. If you are not familiar, you are now familiar with Matt McGee. That song was called For Show. It is definitely a bop, and please see more in the episode notes. All right, so, you know, these Twitter streets, they always pop in, they the funniest place to ever be in, and i just be seeing the funniest shit ever, honestly, if we're being honest. So, I came across a tweet from an individual, paraphrasing here, whom says she likes to see a company launch fully fleshed out with every whist- bells and whistles, nothing wrong at all, instead of a company who begins as a work in progress once it has initially started. And this just really made me sit down and ponder and think like, hmm, like I'm kind of definitely in that trajectory of a company launch, but I would say I launched mine in a full transparency type of way and as a work in progress instead of the full shebang company launch party and things of that nature. Um, For me personally, I believe that I would like to put together gatherings to celebrate the success and the accomplishments once we're a little further down the road Um, right now this is the trenches and just being full transparent and giving me a way to have that transparency without me just speaking on it but you also being able to listen back and hear uh, where I started and hear the growth from there and then continue on that journey because that is the main reason of organically growing that is the main reason for the platform is just transitioning through your journey, continuing to evolve, and just continuing to put your best self forward. So I began to think, so why would I choose to have started my platform in a way that was still a work in progress? And that just rippled in fact into a whole bunch of research on Google and looking into this. And one of the things that really crossed my mind was the only way you can get to success is by failing up. And yes, I think there's a certain minimal standard when it comes to certain industries or certain companies that you were starting up that, yes, they should have a certain type of fleshed outness to it. But I believe that there are also other career paths in entrepreneurship ways that you can choose to do while you are fully working through the kinks and the systems and the strategies while bringing in that audience and inviting that audience to see that transparency with you. I believe it's just the way that you see it, but at the end of the day, the only way you can get success is by filling up. So why wait for so long if you've had enough of a skeleton to get started? That's where I'm at. I had a skeleton, I grew the skeleton for over a year's period of time. And at a point it's like, okay, how much longer are you gonna keep saying, well, I'm just gonna wait until I have enough fun to be able to do it the way that I want to. This would have never even started until after my 30s if we're being honest and if I would have waited that way. So I thought that was very interesting. And then I also came to think and really just pondered on how success is found through the struggle. And the struggle always includes moments of familiarity, moments of aha's, and things of that nature. So if you had a company launch and it's fully fleshed out, nothing's wrong with it, everything's fine. How would I be able to personally take constructive criticism if I believe that it's fully fleshed out? how is it to continue to evolve if i'm still seeing it as oh well this is the best product Uh, this is the result this is what you're gonna get if companies are forever in a state of evolving so it just really comes to show that as entrepreneurs there is a magnifying glass that is always being put on our career path because it seems to be the easiest route to money or the easiest way to get to things that you would like to have in a short term, which is not the case. There is a lot of grunt work, a lot of making sure that systems and strategies are in place and you have different things for different moments such as natural natural disasters let's say maybe you had an event outside and now it's raining how did you plan for that so there are so many things that come with planning a company that sometimes you have to find that success through the struggle and the only way that you can get through that struggle as an entrepreneur with a service-based organization that has to be presented to an audience is to be able to start where you believe that is the best place for you to start and then continue forward and just finding that success through that struggle. And through that struggle with the moments of familiarity and the moments of aha, that is when you know that the work and the knowledge that you took the time to learn before beginning is really showing through your hands-on experience that you are putting in daily, for your own path. Overall, as long as the message is consistent, your audience will embrace your transparency. It does not have to be perfect. Perfection cannot be worked upon. Perfection is a way to project your fear and not call it fear. I would know it's my favorite thing to do is to be a perfectionist and overthink, overanalyze and then sit on something for weeks and never touch it again because I am the one that is wanting it to be at the state of perfection once it is presented. How do you expect to evaluate and to continue to reflect and grow and make revisions To your company's mission and the revisions that are necessary are those that get you to your trajectory quicker and maximizes your ROI, maximizes the greatness of your company and overall the stability of that company. So after reading that lovely tweet from the individual I just began to ponder and I had to go into my Google research streets and in that bag and I came across a Harvard Business Review article that shared the five stages of development and growth of a business. These are the five stages that they stated. Stage one is existence. Stage two is survival. Stage three is success slash disengagement. Stage four is takeoff, and stage five is resource maturity. I would say for sure that I am in stage one of existing, just planning my stake in whatever area that I am choosing to niche down in and really making a name for myself. It does not come overnight and in cases of technology, it is seen as it came overnight, but the ones that stay in the race are those who were prepared for when that time happens. So that is definitely where I'm at. I'm working towards survival, but I see stage two survival. And as Harvard Business Review has put survival as a state of you now having the services that your company is to provide and they are demonstrating that it is now a workable business entity and now the key problem is shifting from mere existing to the relationship between the revenue and expenses. So that is what I'm working up towards to and what I am currently in the doing the groundwork for ensuring that everything is conveyed for you all and things of that nature. So even in Harvard Business Review, even just being in the stage of existing is you learning how to obtain your customers and deliver the product or service in a way that works for your branding in the way that you work on your own because when you are a small business owner even as a side hustler even as a 6 to 10 worker on your own passion project you are the one who will be delivering the product and services initially. And as your business continues to grow, then you go on to delegating those responsibilities, but to delegate those responsibilities in a way that is seamless, you will need to have your strategies and your standard of operating procedures written out for those individuals to follow. So during stage one of existing is ensuring that the delivery of the product or service is conveyed in that way and being able to put together those correct documentation, for whenever you are working through these stages. We will definitely share more into going further into what stage three holds and what stage four holds and finishing up with stage five at resource maturity and getting to that plateau stability and just being able to get to that generational wealth well that is another episode of organically growing i am your host Jelisa b and we'll speak next time all right